This is WCNY's The Capitol Press Room, and we're diving into a new survey of New York voters from the Siena College Research Institute, which was conducted between October 15th and October 19th, and our guest is pollster Steve Greenberg. Welcome back to the studio, Steve. Great to be with you, David. Well, I want to start with national politics, and a general consensus is that New York is going to play a key role in determining what party controls the House of Representatives after the 2024 elections. So what indicators are there in this poll about which way New Yorkers are leaning for who they want to represent them in Congress in 2025? Well, we we asked a couple of different questions in this regard. Uh, First of all, we asked voters whether they had a favorable or unfavorable view of Democrats in Congress and of Republicans in Congress. Uh, For Democrats, it's mixed. Uh, 44% view Democrats in Congress favorably. 46% view them unfavorably. The last time Siena asked was at the beginning of the year in January, and at that time, they had a 50 to 43% favorability rating. Republicans also took a hit. They were lower to begin with. They continue to be lower. Right now, only 30% of New Yorkers have a favorable view of Republicans in Congress. Nearly twice that amount, 58%, have an unfavorable view, down a little bit from January when it was 36-57. So we asked voters then, who do you plan on voting for? If the election for Congress for your representative in the House was taking place today, who would you vote for, the Democrat or the Republican? 49% say they're voting for the Democrat. 37% say they're voting for the Republican. The rest either don't know, not voting, or voting for another candidate. So a 12-point margin. Not terrible, but not particularly good when you think of, and we've talked about this a million times, New York State's registered voters. 49% of them are Democrats. Only 23% of them are Republicans. There are more independents in New York State than there are Republicans. Yet, Who are you voting for for Congress? Democrats match their enrollment number, 49, but 37% say they're voting for the Republicans. So that's the lion's share of Republicans. It's also, uh, one would think, uh, a a lion's share of uh, independents in order to get to that point. Uh, So then we asked voters after the 2024 election, which party do you want to see be in control of Congress? And not a lot of difference between that and who they're voting for, but 51% of New Yorkers say they want to see the Dems in charge. 37, that same 37%, say they want to see the Republicans in charge. Well, sticking with the national picture, I want to turn to President uh, Joe Biden. And with the caveat uh, that we're a ways away from the 2024 election and New York hasn't gone red in a presidential election year, it, in 40 years. Um, But are there worrisome signs for the top Democrat in America or maybe for what he represents as the top of the ticket for Democrats down ballot? Absolutely. Look, uh, right now, Joe Biden, and we just talked about the, the makeup of New York State, better than two to one Democrat to Republican. But right now, Joe Biden's approval rating is underwater. 45% of New Yorkers view Biden favorably. 52% view him unfavorably. Worst Uh, favorability rating he's ever had. Right now, 46% of voters approve of the job that Joe Biden is doing as president, but a a narrow majority, 51%, disapprove. Again, the worst job approval rating uh, Joe Biden has had since he's been, uh, since ever in a Siena poll. We also asked voters, and this is a question we've asked now the last several months, we asked Democrats Do you want to see Joe Biden be your party's nominee next year, or would you prefer another candidate? 
Right now, only 41% of Democrats say they want to see Biden as their candidate. 52% say they would prefer another nominee for the party. Do, do we see that kind of response, though, when people are asked about a real-life candidate and the uh, person, uh, the candidate of their dreams, this generic person who doesn't necessarily even exist in, in the poll question? Well, we do see that. I mean, we, as you know, we often ask a question. We have it in this month about Senator Gillibrand. If the election were tomorrow, are you inclined to re-elect Senator the senator, or would you prefer another candidate? It's it's X versus nothing. Mm-hmm. And what we see here, though, is a huge shift from last month. Last month, 54% of Democrats said they wanted Biden as their nominee. 40% wanted somebody else. So down 13 points on the good side, up 12 points on the bad side. That's a 25-point negative swing in one month with Democrats And that's concerning, I would think, to uh, the Democrats. Also, we asked a general election question, and and you put in the the appropriate caveat. We are 13 months away from next November. But right now, Biden leads Trump 46-37. That's nine points. He's not even getting all of the Democrats. We then asked the horse race with two potential independent candidates who are certainly out there right now, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Cornell West. And in a four-way horse race, Biden gets 38 percent. Trump gets 31 percent. RFK gets 13. Cornell West gets five. So what we're looking at is a seven-point lead. I'll remind listeners that in solid blue New York... Seven points is the margin that Kathy Hochul won by in the gubernatorial election last year. A little close for Democrats. Uh, Republicans really thought they had a shot, and they clearly did. Well, we're a year out. A lot will change between now and then. But these numbers should give a lot of pause to Democrats. Also, it's fair to say that we're talking about a poll of registered voters We're going to be talking about likely voters, actual voters, when it comes to Election Day. Absolutely. Sometime next summer, we'll start uh, looking at likely voters. But I would also point out, in a presidential election Mm -hmm. year, turnout is the highest it is in any year in the cycle. So you're not eliminating a whole lot of non-likely voters. Right. It's the poll that is most closely representative of the registered voters. Exactly. So let's turn to New York specifically and Governor Hochul's response to the influx of migrants in New York. You asked about this question in terms of how she's doing responding to this crisis back in August. Have attitudes about her leadership on this issue changed at all? Because she has, you know, in late August and September, tried to take more ownership of this issue, tried to be more aggressive. Does it seem like it's changed the way her leadership is perceived? Not really. Uh, back in August, 35% of New Yorkers approved of the job that Hochul was doing to address uh, the migrant uh, problem. 51% and the majority disapproved. Right now, it's 37 approved, 52 disapproved. So up two points on the good side, up one point on the bad side, basically unmoved. Well, sticking with the influx of migrants, Mayor Eric Adams had a controversial quote about the situation recently, and you asked people whether his assessment matches up with what they see uh, as the situation. And I want to play the quote in question. Never in my life have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this. I don't see an ending to this. this. 
This issue will destroy New York City. So you, Steve, you asked New Yorkers whether they agree or disagree with the mayor, and what did you come back with? They strongly agree with the mayor. Uh, 58% of New Yorkers agree with the mayor's assessment that this will destroy New York City. Only about a third, 32%, disagree. 81% of Republicans agree with the Democratic mayor. 60% of independents agree. Democrats closely divided, but by a narrow plurality, 46 to 44%, they agree with the mayor. If we look at it regionally, there is very little difference. 57% of New York City voters, 60% of downstate suburban voters, 57% of upstate uh, voters agree with the mayor. And... If we look at it by race, 60% of white voters, 57% of black voters, 51% of Latino voters agree with the mayor. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there. We've been speaking with Steve Greenberg of the Siena College Research Institute. Steve, thank you so much for making the time. My pleasure. Thank you, David. Support for Capital Press Room provided by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation. Communities across the Empire State have stories to tell. A roadside marker funded by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation can help your town or city educate the public, encourage pride of place, and promote local tourism. More about the Pomeroy Foundation's New York State Historic Marker Grant Program for 501c3 organizations, nonprofit academic institutions, and local state and federal government entities at wgpfoundation.org.